God hates fags, or at least that's what the Westboro Baptist Church would say. I'm joined once again on the Hammer Time 1987 podcast by the man himself, the redeemable Garrick Wright. Garrick, welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, that's their, uh, that's their website, godhatesfags.com. Yes, it is. And we just finished watching two of the three documentaries. I think we've seen all three of them now. Yep. And of course, we're talking about the Westboro Baptist Church in Topeka, Kansas, arguably uh, the most infamous uh, cultish church. I'm not sure how we want to classify them. Uh, maybe, yeah, cult. Yeah, that's good. Uh, we'll talk about whether they're a cult or not. But I did read that the Southern Poverty Law Center and the Anti-Defamation League considers them to be a hate group. Yeah, it's not surprising. (laughs) Which is fine, except that those organizations are hate groups themselves. Well, yeah. Uh, So, (laughs) I'm not sure how much. They're liberal hate groups. Yeah, right, yeah. (laughs) Garrett, um... Believe it or not, we have spoken about this before on a podcast, so I'm going to play something for you in just a moment, back from 2019, to see if uh, we're still in alignment here about Westboro. But why don't we just start off here, give people the background. They are led, uh, formed by Fred Phelps, and would it be correct to say that his general theology is that only his church will achieve salvation and that uh, God hates us, or simply hates everyone outside of the Westboro Baptist Church, and that uh, we're, of course, all sinners, that we're all going to hell, except for the people in the Westboro Baptist Church, and in particular, the greatest sin is homosexuality. Um, So if I remember correctly, so we had watched the first in this line of BBC uh, documentaries back a few years ago. Right. Uh, and now we've watched the other two since uh, this evening. But I think in that first one they had said that um, basically anybody who teaches, who abides by what they teach in Westboro Baptist are safe people. Um and I think they said that they didn't know of any other uh, right. any other church that teaches what they do. Um, I don't know if that's true or not. Certainly, they're the most vocal. Otherwise, I suppose the media would uh, cover it. Cover it. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I I think that's probably generally uh, true. Um, right. It's a very narrow approach to going to heaven. Uh, yeah. Very narrow. <laughs> yeah. um, and it, it's described as narrow in the Bible, but it's very narrow by their standards. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I, I think that um, I, as far as the fag thing, <laughs> um, I, I think I remember the Shirley Phelps, mm-hmm. uh, the daughter of F- Fred Phelps. Right. I believe that she said in the first documentary that uh, you could whatever it is, whatever sin you commit you're a fag (laughs) (laughs) okay 
So, uh, you know, do with that what you will. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> yeah, do with that what you want. You know what? Why don't we play what we uh, okay. <laughs> talked about? This was from March 10th, 2019. And oh this is talking a little bit about, uh, well, the Westboro Baptist Church and their theology. We'll see what we said at the time and whether it still holds up and where is my speaker i think it comes out where over here okay so but uh, the westboro baptist church uh one of the reasons they are so committed is it's not that they're making this you know up off the top of their head they'll point to uh, you know the book of leviticus and romans and certain passages uh, in the bible that say that god is going to punish you for homosexuality and lying with a man so um, based on your your experience do they have some validity there with with their theology and how it regards to homosexuality uh, well here's the thing uh, there are going to be false teachers um, in the end times and the end times is are there anything from the resurrection of Christ to the second coming of Christ. So we're, you know, we're 2,000 years into this. Uh, you're going to have false teachers and they're going to, they're, they may bring up a lot of things that are true in the Bible, but then twisted in just a way such that it sounds like it's biblical, but it's really not. It's, it's one of Satan's good tricks. Um, and he, what they, the, the underlying thing is, is homosexuality a sin? Yes, it is. Is it a special sin compared to anything else? Well, no, it's not. Uh, it's the whole point that we need uh, the blood of the lamb, the blood of Christ to uh, wash away our sin. That that's what makes us right with God and that's our salvation. Um, so, but this idea that um, you know these people are homosexuals or the uh, are that they can't be redeemed or that the Westboro Baptists are the only ones that can be redeemed. It's not theologically sound. It's not biblically correct. It's you know it's just not correct scripturally. Is it a sin? Yes. Does it need repentance? Yes. But it's, there's always, until the day of death, there's always a chance for repentance. All right, Greg, that was 2019. Are we still on board with that? <laughs> Boy, I, I was quite wise back then. <laughs> uh, I, would, I would say that, um, you know, knowing a little bit more about the Bible now, uh, they, they do the Bible does describe sexual sin as uh, particularly uh, I don't know, heinous because you're sin sinning against your own body mm. <clears throat> um, so I, I would uh, yeah I mean I, I would maybe say that yes all sin is deadly sin mm -hmm. the wages of sin is death um so but there are worse sins than others like 
you know, be is killing some, murdering somebody worse than telling a lie? I, I yeah, yeah, um, and the yeah. So and and sexual immorality is uh, also an abomination to God. I would put that above other things. But. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. For those of you wondering, you can go back and listen to that from March show. Uh, it was uh, March 10th, 2019. Uh, Derek, is the Westboro Baptist Church, it seems to me that they implement a lot of the ideas of the Old Testament, or at least they seem that way. Uh, for example, in the church, they wear these scarfs on their heads. The women do, and they're not supposed to show their butts or their boobs. And <laughs> It seems very Old Testament-like. Um, is, is that the right way? Would you interpret that the same way? Well, actually, uh, <clears throat> in First Corinthians, uh, Paul says, I do a woman is to uh, keep her head covered in church um, during worship. Now, most places, most churches don't um, interpret that to mean the church today. Right. So you're not going to see it, but that's, yeah, they're getting that from the New Testament. Okay. Um, And, yeah, yeah, people think of the Old Testament as law and the New Testament as grace. Right. Well, it's really law and grace appear in both. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, there was a lot of grace in the Old Testament and there are a lot of commands in the New Testament. It's just people don't want to pay attention to those more difficult parts of the New Testament. So, um, no, I, I think I think either way they're just bastardizing what's <laughs> being said in Scripture. Yeah. So speaking of that, they would say, "Listen, like we are doing people a favor, right? We are telling you the Word of God, mm-hmm. and we're doing that out of love." And when you get upset at our signs, you're getting upset at the word of God. Right. You would just classify that as just sort of the bastardization of scripture. Um, I I would agree with, I would agree that, so so Jesus does say they'll hate you because they hated me. Um, They hate my words because I testify to their evil. So... Yeah, I mean, the world will hate the word of God, but it also says to uh, to speak in love. Um, it, it says uh, give truth to people, so, but seasoned with salt. You know, so so it, it's um, it's kind of like be have a kindness and a gentleness to your. Uh, to your presentation. Um, you know, Paul in 1 Corinthians even says, I, I could, if I could prophesy uh, and tell you the greatest mysteries of the, of the universe, and, but I don't have love, then I'm nothing. So it's, it's speaking truth and love, uh, which they don't do. <laughs> Yeah, I was just going to get to that. Like, one of the reasons why uh, Megan Phelps, 
who has left the church and had a TED Talk in a book, is kind of a famous former member. She had said one of the contradictions was that, on the one hand, they were claiming that they love people, but they were sort of wishing, or at least cheerleading, bad things to happen to them. And Yeah. And it's, you know, you can sort of see that in the documentary, like, like why are you cheering about the death of these people and yeah and saying god thank god for breast cancer yeah. and all that yeah yeah <laughs> thank god for dead soldiers thank god for covid they did say that oh well, yeah i have no doubt <laughs> <laughs> i thought that covid was a great time for them <laughs> um fred phelps he was the founder he's dead now but he was excommunicated from his own church yeah. because he went outside, allegedly, probably true, to the Rainbow House, which is across the street, which is a gay quality house, and said, you are good people to, to those individuals who live there. Yeah, and he died in 2014. <clears throat> um, they said that, I think he said in 2013, you know, he had been... He had gotten very ill toward the end of his life, and they basically kept him as a shut-in. Right. And but he was, he went outside. Um, yeah, like you said, they're across the street. They're painted and one is painted in rainbow uh, colors, and then the other yeah. one in the trans color. And uh, he yelled, uh, "You are good people." Yeah. And they, they brought him back inside and they, <laughs> they uh, voted to to kick him out and um yeah that, that's just amazing to me the guy yeah. that the guy that started this church right that is known for god hates fags yeah and that's like one of the last things he does before he dies <laughs> yeah I, that is that's something. just you, you gotta you gotta appreciate that yeah. kind of stuff <laughs> That's something. It's I don't like, agree with either of those things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just something. They also said in the documentary that the church kind of used dementia and things as a uh, a punishment, I guess, from God. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, mental illness will be a uh, yeah. it's from it's a demonic thing, and you know you right. can't. It's believed that you can't be uh, uh, if you're a true Christian, you can't be taken over by a demon. Um, <laughs> So yeah, they they, they kind of took that to mean that he was not under God's favor. Yes. Now God's favor. Now I'm not an expert in Baptist denominations. Uh, I do wonder though, like if you took away the protesting and the picketing and stuff, how similar would the Westboro Baptist Church be to any sort of small Calvinist? Baptist denomination in the South, and I can't answer that because I haven't researched it. But I do find it curious. Um, they have. Well, yeah, I don't know because that's so much of who they are. Um, right, so would but, they just be in their church saying God hates fags? Right. Well, yeah, but their language is very unique, but. Are, <laughs> and, <laughs> I'm assuming somewhere in rural Georgia, there's a pastor saying homosexuality is a sin and you're going to hell. Oh, sure. I hope or, so. Yeah. Or, um, or, you know, God has brought about COVID or. Oh, sure. So. 
I just wondering if they it's there's more people similar to Westboro in the sense that there is some linkage of the theology, if you will. It's just their way that they present it. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I would say that the Westboro they they have an as I said in that 2019 podcast, there is some truth to they have truth mixed right. in with yeah a very unbiblical way of. Yeah. viewing things yeah uh, interesting people uh, yeah. <laughs> and it always remains around 70 congregants <laughs> yeah maybe it's a special number uh, <laughs> uh, so the let's talk about on the surface it seems like a cult yeah um I, I would guess I guess that it is. I mean, people do seem to, to leave freely, though. At least that we know of. Um, they they may feel pressured to stay, but sometimes a cult is like, okay, if you leave the cult, we're gonna kill you. Um, to me, yeah. it almost seems like you have to. You know, we'll let you leave, but we're gonna shun you if you leave. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would I would say. You know, like it's not Scientology uh, right. per se, uh, which you know I think there are a lot of intimidation factors. But right. yeah, uh, Sean, you. I mean, there's. You know, we had watched that thing about the Amish. Yeah. Um, and. Well, I I don't know if I'd call it a cult per se, but um, you know, some people leave that. Although then you know the people they they the mom was. Uh, uh, visiting her daughter so yeah. yeah i don't know but i i would say um they they seem to think that god has a particular favor on them right anybody that defects from that is um right. has fallen out of favor with god so in that sense i would say yes it is a cult yeah it's a very small thing you know mm-hmm. the idea that of the entire world, God just favors. <laughs> and Topeka, Kansas. Yeah, these people, you know, that's, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so that, that is the Westboro Baptist Church. Um, I don't hear a lot about them anymore, except for watching the documentaries. It seems like back in the day, 2003, 4, 5, they were all over Fox News. Yeah. And uh, that's how we first heard about them, so... Yeah, well, you know, um, yeah, we we had this latest one was from 2019, this documentary, and uh, Louis Thoreau says, said to him, you know, it seems like you guys have mellowed out a little bit (laughs) since uh, Fred Phelps died. So, yeah, yeah, I think that, um, yeah, I don't don't think they have the same piss and vinegar as they did. Yeah. uh, Back when the old man was around. (laughs) Right. I do find it, int- well, of course I wouldn't know, but I just find it interesting. You have this girl, Megan, who was in the church her whole life, and she leaves, like, and she's sort of like, like, how easy is it for you to decompress and, like, not believe those things anymore? Like, can you really just turn the switch off like that? It's yeah. just, it's fascinating from that angle. Like, Yeah, I don't, I don't know how you... Um... Yeah, it's like is there is it more of a process thing or um, 
Yeah, I, I think it's probably easier to go from something that extreme to kind of turn to a different extreme. Yeah. But maybe uh, going from that extreme to an actual biblical form of Christianity would probably be very difficult to do. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like if you know if you woke up tomorrow and said, "Well, I'm a liberal now." Like, how could you even? Well, yeah, it would be kind of difficult. Comprehend. To... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there were a couple of guests in the church in these documentaries. Mm-hmm. Both of them seemed to be really frail. Uh, unattractive gay men from my perspective one of them said they were pansexual I know that you uh, were talking to me about these different versions now of how we're dealing with homosexuality in In the church yeah Yeah. so can you give us the cliff notes version of how this is supposed to work oh boy Uh, (laughs) so uh, uh, liberal Christians uh, try to uh, um, deal with the problem of homosexuality being a sin right. and yet um, wanting to be a Christian, kind of bring homosexuality into an okay uh, reality in the church. Um, you know, a lot, big part of this is the belief that you, your gender, your sexual orientation is you're just born with it, you can't help it. So it can't really be a sin um, to have a an emotional or whatever, you know, a desire versus acting on it. So, yeah, the, the terms that they use are side, side A, which is basically just full-blown liberal uh, Christianity, so to speak, in that you know, gays can get married in the church and yeah. um, practice homosexuality. <laughs> <laughs> practice sodomy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, side B would say that the act is itself an abomination, uh, but they can't help the desire. And so, usually what they uh, try to... What, what they... Um, promote is celibacy. Um, now, and they make some, they can make it sound pretty biblical, yeah. um, but I will say it's pretty common for people who are once side B to become side A. So, um, yeah, man. Yeah. and then side X. <laughs> I don't know how they came up with these these letters. But I need an index card where they're all written down for me. I tell you, theology's not easy. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, side acts is basically reading the Bible in a literal fashion, mm-hmm. which is where I would put myself that, you know, you, you might be a homosexual and then become born again and God changes your desire so that you no longer... You might struggle with the sin... But God is re- is conforming you to the image of Christ. He is remolding your heart so that you no longer have those desires. And then <clears throat> there's side Y, <laughs> which is a hybrid of side X and side B, which is to say that <clears throat> um, a person born again into the body of Christ is, which is the church, is... Um, 
remade is being conformed to the image of God. They might still have the desire, but as long as they don't, hopefully that continues to go away, but as long as they don't act on it, it's not a problem. Wow. Yeah, it's not, not a, an easy uh, <laughs> You situation. should become a professor and teach that. Oh, I'll tell you. <laughs> I, I wouldn't uh, want to see what kind of uh, students I'd get in that class. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Derek, as we get close to the end here, this is a hypothetical, which everyone loves hypotheticals. I want you to picture yourself walking into the family dinner at Shirley Phelps Roper's house, and you're going to sit down at the dinner table and have a discussion about theology. What would sort of be your your lead off here? I mean, after they call you a fag, then what would you say? <laughs> I mean, if you had to say, make an argument to sort of try to enlighten them, if you even could, what, what would you sort of lead off with? Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> let's see here, I, I, think, I think we need to, uh, huh. Well, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I would definitely want to take some of my antiperspirant medication. Uh, Louis Thurdeau can be there with his camera to videotaping all of this. I might need him. Um, yeah, I, I'd probably try to uh, quote some of the uh, verses that I've given you to you be earlier, uh, you know, about do all this in love, uh, do it in a gentleness right. and kindness. And, um, yeah. and also they seem to be, they seem to end up being kind of a works-based uh, uh, group. They, they don't say that they are, but they kind of are, whereas it's not a, we are a... Um, you know, Bible teaches it's by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. And so, um, yeah, I, I, would, I, would, I would probably appeal a little bit to um, repenting of their hatred. Yeah, they're very angry people. They are. And as I said, you know, the, God is a God of peace. Mm-hmm. And they're very much not at peace. No, no they're not. They filled and with rage. We saw it several times in there. Louis would get uh, would talk to one of them, and yeah. you know, get them kind of on the verge of you know showing emotion and yeah. you know tears and all that, and then somebody would chime in and be like, "Oh, you fuck you, think Louis," <laughs> and all that. It's like, well. Yeah. <clears throat> And then that would stop. It's like, no, nah, I mean, it, it's these people are suppressing, yeah, uh, emotions, and yeah, it's hard to believe, but they are humans, just like all of us. They sure are. Yeah, it was hard not to feel a little smidgen of sadness for the mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you watch documentary, surely she's uh, she had the human emotion come out. So. Yeah, it was very weird to see. Yeah. <laughs> and she had three of her kids leave the family. Yeah. Yeah, and Louis kind of said it best. She was sort of a victim of her own hate, right? This yeah. insane ideology, and that drove her children away. So, 
Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, there is such a thing as being too conservative, it yeah. turns out. So, do you think that your next vacation you'll uh, take a road trip to Topeka, Kansas? Go drive by? Take I'll a ask few my pictures. wife if I can... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll see if some of them will come on the podcast. I would like to attend one of their services. <laughs> that would be interesting. Here, Gretchen, put on this headdress. <laughs> yeah. And after this, this, uh, this sermon, they have like a poster of you with like a picture of you <laughs> and say, Garrett's doomed to hell. Yeah. <laughs> they have my face on some guy getting fucked in the ass. <laughs> 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 this guy's a faggot. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, well, that is the Westboro Baptist Church. We'll hopefully see another uh, documentary. Oh, one other last thing. Last time we talked about the Antichrist. Mm, yes. How Brother Nathaniel felt it uh, would be a Jewish person. Uh, the Westboro Baptist Church said it was Obama. Yeah, which is weird because um, I believe that they would be pre-millennial, pre-trib, pre-millennialist, which means that they and then the Antichrist would show up for seven years. Obviously, back in 2011, when they were saying this, yeah. uh, they believed that we're now 12 years later, so right. that yeah. wasn't the case. So, yeah, I wonder if they... Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Math is a hard thing. Yeah, that's right, yeah. All right. Well, any other final words on the Westboro Baptist Church or anything you'd like to leave our listeners with? I think we've uh, given them enough to chew on. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, let us know what you think on Podbean, Locals, Rumble, and we'll read your comments on the air next time. And that'll be a, a, a wrap on the Westboro Baptist Church. Mm-hmm.